That's the beauty. That's the depth of a relationship, not the sameness, but the difference. You are listening to The JP Show, where we discuss the issues you care about from a Jewish perspective. I am Rabbi G. I am Rabbi Levy. And we hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, I'm Rabbi G. And uh, I'm happy to report that today we have Rabbi Levy back with us. He must be feeling better. So I'm just going to share a short idea. And then me and him will have hopefully a good discussion. So I wanted to talk today about marriage, but more specifically about a question that was put to me, not once, but a number of times, but one particular time stands out. And the question was, why is marriage important? Meaning two people are in a relationship, man and a woman, they're in a relationship and living together, they could even have children together. What's with the marriage? Why is marriage so important? So putting aside from a Jewish perspective, what I mean, the halachic perspective about sexual relationships before marriage, which of course, strictly speaking, al-pi halacha is is not allowed, is prohibited. Uh, And therefore, from a halachic point of view, of course, marriage is really important, but it's not just that. I wanted to share with you like two ideas of why marriage is important. First of all, a real relationship can only really blossom with divine intervention with sanctity, with holiness. A relationship with Judaism is not just two people living together. It's a connection. It's two souls connecting with each other. And for those two souls to connect with each other, you need a third component. You need God. We know the famous idea that the word for man and woman in Hebrew is ish and isha. Ish and isha have the same letters with one difference. The ish has a yud, and the Isha has the letter He. And we know in Hebrew, Yud and He is God. It's God's name. So when man and woman get married under a chuppah, and the chuppah represents the divine presence and the divine expression, um, the Yud and the He, the, God's name, comes into the marriage, giving sanctity to, to, to the marriage, giving holiness to the marriage, and making it blossom and nurtured, not just as a relationship, but as a godly union, as a holy connection. That's from a spiritual point of view, but let me just share with you from a purely purely relationship point of view. And here we have to go to the crux of relationships. The beauty of relationships is about the ability that I have to go beyond myself, to enter the world of another, to connect to the world of another, to entertain, to respect, to learn from, to be absorbed in the view, the perspective the, the outlook of another person that is not mine. That's the beauty, that's the depth of a relationship, not the sameness, but the difference. But to really go beyond myself, to be prepared to be myself, but at the same time to go beyond myself, to learn how to put someone else in front of me when I need to, to learn how to respect and nurture someone else's needs properly without mixing in, without interfering with my own ego. Something that's really needed, particularly in a deep relationship like a man and a woman living together, is commitment. Why do I say that? Because if two people just live together, but there's never a commitment, never a commitment of marriage, then you've never really gone beyond yourself because you always reserve that opportunity, that possibility of, I'm not committed to this. I can really just walk away. When it doesn't work for me, I can just walk away. Now, 
Of course, in a marriage that is also possible because there can be divorce and sometimes that's necessary. But that's much more of a drastic step. Marriage means I am committed. I'm committed to the ups and the downs. I'm committed to what I see superficially and what is deep down. I'm committed to the whole person. I'm committed through thick and through thin. In other words, I'm prepared to work hard. I'm not prepared just to experiment and reserve the right and never commit. I am committed. I'm going to be fully in. Fully in means that sometimes I'm going to go beyond myself. Those are two thoughts why marriage is that important. That's my thought, and let's have a conversation. Okay, Rabbi Levi, first of all, good to have you back. How are you feeling? Good to be back. We're all good. Thank God. Everyone's doing well. Um, since so, we're a very to commitment, so I'm back. Committed. Very good. So we're discussing commitment. So it's a very interesting thing. You spoke about how commitment is uh, the whole idea of marriage, well, not the whole idea, but one of the ideas of marriage. Uh, the reason why it's so important is the commitment issue. I think I, I find that people in general... It's only about marriage. I find that people in general find it hard to commit nowadays. And I'll give you just like an example. And this is obviously, I'm not referring to anyone specific here. If anyone listens here, this happens to apply to you. I apologize. But um, many times, especially in Sydney, you know, there's not a lot of people here that are, you know, committed to sort of dominating with a minion every day. Um, and we need to arrange a minion. So we have to get commitments, right? So many times you'll have, I need 10 people to commit. They're coming, right? So sometimes people, they won't commit, but they'll come. So my question is, why didn't you commit before, right? Because they didn't want to be committed. I think that's the issue. In other words, once I say I'm coming to a minion, then you're counting on me, right? So I have to come. Um, or let's say it's very hard to keep like a consistent shiur going. Uh, you know, thank God Abino, we're quite good at this. And that's one of our big uh, goals, consistency. But, you know, people come to a shir, but, you know, if something else is happening, I'll go to something else. It's like very hard, like, this is my thing. This is what I do on Monday night. This is where I go, right? People find it hard to commit to things. I think more than they used to. I think uh, it's, I think, a more of a modern issue. Am I right about that? Is that a... I think you're very right. But I think, actually, it's so interesting you raised that because I think it's all connected. You know, commitment also has a little bit to do with staying power, like... I'm not suggesting that, you know, if you commit yourself to one particular, I don't know, one particular program or one particular experience, it means you have to stay there the rest of your life. Right. But I do think part of healthy living is to give it a good try. What I mean by give it a good try? I think part of the self-absorption or at least subtle self-absorption that happens nowadays is that people are very into experience. People don't like to be uncomfortable. Mm. Why? Because they don't like to sort of go against themselves almost. In other words, right? There's this thing that everything I do, I need to enjoy. Everything I need to do has to speak to me, has to resonate with me, has to feel good. It has to be my experience, my this, my that. So therefore, what that also brings to, I think, is is chopping and changing all the time and also not committing. Like, I don't want to commit because commitment means I'm giving a part of myself up. So for example, let's say you need 10 people for whatever it is. It can be a minyan, it can be... Um, people getting together to do something, to volunteer, whatever the commitment is about, right? I have every intention of coming. But I'm not going to commit because commit means I've just let go of myself. I want to reserve the right not to come. If something else comes up that I think is better, I'm just going to go there. That's why I want to commit. Or if something comes up and I'm feeling tired or 
uh, okay, obviously if an emergency comes up, you don't go even if you are committed, but but it's this idea that I don't want to give myself up. I don't want I want to reserve the right to do what's best for me, even at the last minute. If I commit at 10 o'clock in the morning to seeing you at 6 o'clock in the evening, what I'm saying is I'm committed. So therefore, even if something better comes up, I'm going to say no because I'm committed. Mm. And I think that's a very healthy thing to happen, which means I'm going to be uncomfortable. I might suffer from FOMO, which I do a lot of times, but, right. which, you know, I really, why did I say yes? I could have gone somewhere else. I could have done something better. But the truth is, no, it's good that you're committed because committed, commitment means you're training yourself to put yourself second sometimes. And these people shouldn't take that wrong about putting yourself second and becoming a, a doormat and all that. No. But part of living in the world is to put others first sometimes and to put others first in general. And or put an idea first. Put a put an idea first. first put an idea so no. this is true with other people. It's true with friends. You know what? It's true with God. Right? You know, I think a lot of the rituals that we have have to do with this also. Yeah. Like, you know, I put on tefillin every day and I actually enjoy putting on tefillin every day, but I can't say I enjoy doing it every day. Yeah. So am I going to pick and choose? Am I going to say, well, you know, I'm only going to put on tefillin on the days that I enjoy doing it? No, I'm committed. So committed means I do it on the days I'm in the mood. I do it on the days I'm not in the mood because it's not about me. Mm. So I think it's all tied into this. So I think your comparison about commitment in marriage to commitment in every, else, every other part of life is actually very valid. Yeah. And I think just to, to bring it back to marriage specifically, I once had a very good line, and I think there's a very big truth to this. Obviously, it needs to be understood, and, and, and everyone has to take it within their own context. But that something to the effect of that in the secular world, the ideal is that you marry the person you love. In sort of Jewish perspective, you love the person you marry, right? Which I think is very similar to what you're saying in terms of commitment. That doesn't mean, obviously, you marry someone that you like and you, you're attracted to and all that has happened before, obviously. But... But I think that what that means is that when marriage is the foundation of the relationship, then you almost like have to love that person. You know, it's almost like not really a choice. It's it's you've committed, and therefore you'll do everything to make sure that happens. And even on days where you don't feel it, you'll act like it anyway. And and, and sort of the commitment is what's driving the love, not the love's driving the commitment. Is that is that? I think that's 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 great. That, that's a great thought. Um, I mean, as we said many times, of course, you marry someone that's sort of compatible and there's chemistry and all that. But there's a huge difference, as we say, between romance and love. And I think that's maybe the difference. Romance is what I feel. Love is what I'm going to do for someone else. Right. True love, that is, right? Um, and I think that's right. You know, there's a famous thing about when our forefather, our patriarch Isaac got married. Uh, it says that he married his wife, Rivka, Rebecca. He took her into the tent of his mother, who had passed away, by and then he loved her. And loved her, it says at the end. It doesn't say he loved her, and then he took her into the tent. Mm. So, because love has to be nurtured, and love, true love, comes with commitment. That's exactly the same thing. Are we romantic every single day of our life? Or do we feel the same fire and passion and fireworks as we did the first time? No. But that's the point. Point is staying power. Some days you're not in the mood, and that's all part of commitment. So, yeah, spot on. I think what you said is really true. That's excellent. Anything else about commitment? No, well, I mean, I think that's, you know, it's, maybe there's a shorter session, but I think commitment is just, but it's, it's in every part of life. It really is. It's like, it's everything we do. And I think it's it's really lacking. So I guess the unwillingness to commit in marriage is just a symptom of a general, general, of a general, a general unwillingness to commit. And which deep down really stems from a general unwillingness to go out give, of ourselves. Go out of ourselves or give up ourselves. Right. Because the whole idea of also committing in marriage means as we said before, the idea that I'm going to be in this 
whether it works for me today or not. It's a general commitment. So I'm committing for life, right? So, I mean, obviously there's always a drastic reason why not, but I'm saying just sort of the general grind of life, the ups and the downs, the normal ups and downs. Whereas if there's, if there's no commitment, so if there's a down, say, so okay, so I can leave. There's no, you know, there's no commitment there. Commitment is, is a general commitment, even when it's going to be uncomfortable for me and I'm not going to be happy necessarily. And there's got to be staying power. And you've got to be able to say, well, maybe not, you know, maybe I need to just give this a better try and I need to try harder. Again, like you said, of course, we're not negating that sometimes there's toxicity or the unexpected that requires a relationship to come to an end. But just generally with everything in life, there's always things that have to come to an end, even a job. So a person may, may enter a job and he doesn't know, the first few weeks doesn't like it, he's changing it already, right? Right. Now, maybe the job is not for you and maybe... It's only temporary. Maybe you have to upgrade to something else later. But staying power, just it takes time. It might not be so good. And some days are better than others. Commitments. I think there's a lesson in general commitments. Yeah. We, talk, we started with marriage, but truth is it's about general commitments. Absolutely. All right. Have we'll a good day, everyone. See you everyone next week. Thank you for listening to The JP Show. For questions, comments, and feedback, please email rabbig at bina, B-I-N-A, dot com, dot A-U. See you next time.